What's happening, friends? Welcome to Monday's show. Morning, studio. Morning. Morning. Hope everybody had a good weekend. You know, people say Friday. I'm more of a Monday kind of guy. <laughs> oh, boy. Because I got a whole week to do whatever I please to make my life how I want to make it. Monday, it won't stick on, though, because no. nobody, nobody else no. feels like me. I wake up on Monday and I'm ready to go. No Monday. No Monday. No I want to make Monday work. No. I'm I just not decided right Monier. now that this is my new thing. Nobody is <laughs> going to be with hey, you. Hey, it's Monday. Let's go get some stuff done today. No. It's this basically, it's just a big old whiteboard that you can make color whatever color you want. Any design, any art, make the week as good as you want to make it. I call it Monday. Welcome to Monday, everyone. <laughs> Thanks. I need to be reminded to say this every Monday now, Mike. Okay. Because yeah. I'm going to make Monday a thing. Mike, don't do it. Okay. <laughs> Since it is Monday, it's the Good News Countdown. Counting down the biggest good news stories across the land. Let's go five to one. Let's hit it. Number five. A rich guy in England recently passed away and left most of his money to a bellhop at a hotel he used to wow. go to a lot. Oh. They haven't said how much it is, but they have said he'll never work another day in his life. That's, That's amazing. so cool. It reminds me of the Billy Currington song, People Are Crazy. Yeah. Because he was going to the bar uh-huh. and just hanging out, and the, guy, the old guy at the bar left all the money to him. Yep. I'm going to have to go back and listen to that song. People are crazy. <laughs> That's good. Number four. These sisters found out they were pregnant within a week of each other. They had the same OBGYN. They went to the doctor's appointments together. Their due dates were just five days apart. Even though one was induced two weeks early, they both delivered baby girls on the same day at the hospital. Which, why do you think that is? Because they planned it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So what's that? <laughs> I mean, it's special for them yes. and like special for the babies and they're going to grow up, I'm sure, Cousins. to be best. Kind of weird, though, that one was like, all right, I'm, I'm, I got to go. And the other one's like, oh, I need to go too, bro. <laughs> Induce. Induce. Right? Yeah. It's a good story. I have two friends, best friends. They were in rooms beside each other as they both had their babies. Crazy. Mm-hmm. Like, I like that. Within hours. But they didn't plan it? No. no see, I like that because it's coincidence. Yeah. Yeah. And then they're best friends. I was just kind of torn if this was good news or... It's all right. It's okay. All right, let's do the next one. Number three. A 45-year-old woman named Sarah Armstrong has been using the pandemic to get in shape. She's now lost 140 pounds. She was 322 last March, and now she's down to around 180. Wow. Which is crazy. Number two. Dozens of people in Houston had a party to say goodbye to their beloved postal worker, Mr. James, after 14 years of delivering mail and smiles. At the party, he greeted everybody by name. Then at the end, Mr. James wanted to give a young boy his mail pouch. Aww. Here's the clip. This is a real one, man. Bennett, this is so special, buddy. What do you say? That's a too big. Oh, You're going to go, Mr. James. (laughs) Number one. Daphne had achieved her long-term goal of getting her diploma after dropping out of high school when she got pregnant. After she had her first child at 15, she tried to go back, but transportation and childcare issues were challenges. The 28-year-old now has six kids and is proud to show now that it's better late than never because she went back and worked and got her diploma. Wow. By the way, she has six kids at 28. Had a lot of kids. I thought Eddie had a lot of kids. She's going to have a good retirement. What do you mean? Because all the kids, what's an empty nester? Like yeah. early, she's going to have so many, she's going to be. Oh, you're saying because she had them so young. Yeah, it's awesome. I don't and think she's ever going to be able to retire. No. <laughs> yeah. I was like, with what money? Yeah. yeah. Spending all these kids. All right, there you go. That was the Good News Countdown. Time to open up that mailbag. Let's go. You send an email and we read it on the air. It's something we call Bobby's Mailbag. Yeah. Good morning, Bobby Bones. My husband and I have talked multiple times about adding a dog to our family. We went to the shelter and found a St. Bernard that followed our two-year-old son around the entire 45 minutes that we were there. My son and I fell in love with this dog, but my husband wants a dog that is smaller and sheds less. Since we went and saw the dog, my son wakes up every morning and searches the house, calling out for a puppy, and then breaks into tears when there is no puppy. How can I convince my husband that this dog and my son have a connection that is special and we won't find another dog with this kind of connection? Thanks, a worried mama. Love the email. However, your two-year-old will bond with any puppy. Yeah. I think maybe she's bonded. Yeah, I think so too. (laughs) And listen, I hope you get this dog. I hope you get a dog. I'm a big dog guy. We have two dogs. We just adopted another one like six months ago. That being said, I don't think that dog is such a big deal. 
unless everyone's on the same page, it's hard to jump in on a dog and the kind of dog because they all take different types of care. They need different time spent with them. They need different exercise. The shedding could be an issue. I think you all have to be on the same page. So I'm going to say you can trade something out with your husband. Like, hey, if you let us get this dog, you can get a PS5 or something like that. (laughs) You're going to have to give something to get something in this situation. I think it can be done, but I don't think begging at this point is going to work if your kid's already been crying for a bunch of days. Mm. What do you think? Yeah, I mean, I I think that's a good approach. The husband's going to have to be on board unless you want to take on the responsibility all by yourself because your two-year-old... Well, that ain't going to happen. You also know that's not going to happen. Two-year-old cannot help take care of a puppy. So, I mean, yeah, it, it's such a responsibility that I would say you got to be patient until you're all on the same page and you come up with a plan. And yeah, you you made a great point that the two-year-old's going to bond with any dog. The two-year-old will love any puppy. I will love any puppy. I love all puppies. I say if you really want this dog, sometimes to get what you want, you got to give a little more than you were comfortable giving. And that's what you got to do. What does he want? Does he want a weekend golf getaway? You want a new set of golf clubs? Does he want some wow. steaks? Who knows? I don't know. But is that going to make him love the dog? He will love the dog anyway. Okay. Eventually, yeah, yeah he'll, he'll come around. Like, he'll, like once the dog is in there, we no just got to get the dog about in. <laughs> He's going to love the dog. <laughs> that, that, about it, that. it just takes a second. Yeah, I agree with that wholeheartedly. My husband fought us on the, when we, like we, our Rottweiler passed away, Josie, and then the kids desperately wanted a new dog. And this rescue opportunity came in for this Labradoodle that spent a year of its life like tied up. So inside there's anxiety. The dog was bonkers. It almost died. It was so dramatic when we got the dog. But now everybody loves the dog. And he was anti. Nope, we're not doing this. We're not doing it. And listen, I don't remember if I had to like give a golf getaway or what I did (laughs) to get it. But we finally got the dog. (laughs) So yeah, I would say everybody comes around. Uh, So yeah, do that. Offer. Get the dog. Yeah. Go have a good life. Mm-hmm. That's what we say. That That's my advice to you if you really want that dog. Otherwise, keep going back and find a dog you can all agree on. But it's a that's, lot of work. That's plan B. It's a lot of work. Yeah. It's a lot of work. It's a lot of work. All right, especially with a two-year-old. Yes. And a two-year-old's a lot of work. It's a lot. So I hear. All right, that's the mailbag. Close it up. We got your email and we read it on the air. Now it's time to close Bobby's mailbag. Yeah. Last week, we played Never Gonna Get It, and Abby lost. She was the first person to ever lose all three rounds. Oh, boy. Because it ends in a coin flip. You have 50-50 chance to win, <laughs> even if you miss the first two rounds, right? Yeah. So she's back on the phone right now. Everybody, welcome Abby back. Abby! Yeah. Hey! And they call her Abby! All right, Abby. Here is the Never Gonna Get It question for today. According to a recent survey, one in three men don't know this fact about their wife or partner. One in three men don't know this fact about their wife or partner. What is it? Already got mine. So, Abby will get a chance to guess. If she misses it, she can team up with one of you guys. Wow. If you you miss it, coin flip. Okay. One in three men don't know this? According to a recent survey, one in three men don't know this fact about their wife or partner. All right, Abby, coming to you first, what do you think the answer is? Their shoe size? That's a good guess. It's not bad. But it's incorrect. Oh, great. That's what I have. Okay. (laughs) If you do have it, change it up. (laughs) Wrong answer right there. All right, show how you guys feeling. One through ten, do you feel like you got it? I got a seven. I hear a little six. Uh, give me two. Got a five. One through ten. How do you feel about it? Yeah, give me an eight. Oh, okay. So Ray comes Whoa. out thinking he's got a good shot at it. According to a recent survey, one in three men don't know this fact about their wife or partner. Abby, what is it? Who are you picking? Okay, let's go with Ray again. Oh, my God. Come on, Raymundo. Okay. The last time she picked Ray, he did not get it. But yeah. That's okay. Amy, what's your answer? Um, Dress size. Dress size. Lunchbox. Social security number. Eddie. Well, that's really good. Name of their high school. Morgan. Their favorite color. Oh, phone number. Oh, you said phone number. Yeah, phone number's good. Cause I don't know anybody's phone number. I'll say this: somebody got it. Wow! Oh, favorite wow. color. It has to be high school. Okay, so <laughs> that was a joke, Amy. Hey, oh. Amy I'm, I'm, I'm being funny. Amy. Yeah. Okay. Good. Don't make fun of me now. Well, I love how I always get made fun of, but nobody makes fun of Eddie for saying high school. It was Abby, a good answer. So you've picked Ray. 
I will tell you right now, Ray did not get it right. Oh! But, 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 I'm going to let you change over. You guys, without leaning toward anyone, just say your answer one more time. Dress size. Social security number. <laughs> you can do it. Name of her high school. Their favorite color. One of them is right, Abby. Who are you teaming up with? Let's go with Lunchbox, social security number. She's going Lunchbox, yeah, social security it's number. Yeah, about time you get on the right train, girl. I don't think anyone knows that. Eddie, you're wrong. Yeah. It's not high school. Yeah. Are you sure? <laughs> Amy, dress size, you're wrong. See ya. No. See ya. Oh, let's go, Abby. Abby, you ready to win crap from the back? Lunchbox, social security number is wrong. Ah. It's it was favorite color. It was favorite color. Yes. Okay, we're down to the coin flip again. Bobby, do you know Caitlin's favorite color? I do. Yeah, what is I know it? mine too. Well, she has a couple. She has two favorite colors. <laughs> uh oh, you don't know her. Her favorite bones. color, she always said as a kid, was clear with pink on top. Now it's green. Okay. Yeah, so clear don't tell with me what. Pink on top. I have no idea my wife's favorite okay, color. Okay, well, then I guess you're one out of the three then. All right, here we go. Amy, um, uh, you watch it. Abby, heads or tails on the coin flip? I'm going with heads again. <laughs> Amy, Come on. tell okay. her what it is. All right, Abby, you win. Thank you for playing the game with us again. Thank you for giving me two chances. All right, there she is, our player, Abby. Yes, well, let's clap for her again. Bobby Bones Show. The latest from Nashville and Hollywood. Morgan number two's 30-second skinny. Ryan Hurd talks about having his wife, Mary Morris's support through his career. It's really cool to be married to another songwriter, another artist, because like there are those lows that every single one of us go through. There's not a lot of people that get to do what we do, but there's a very unique experience that is difficult, I think, to understand unless you're also doing the same thing. And there's also those moments that like she's supported those lows for me. Matt Ramsey of Old Dominion shared on the Bobby cast something he's never shared before about getting plastic surgery. I actually ended up getting plastic surgery on my ears because uh, I, they were yanked on quite a bit. I always think about this. It must have been really bad because I kind of don't think about it that much, but it must have been really bad for me to beg my parents to fix this problem. Luke Bryan's 12th farm tour just kicked off and he shared why it's so special to him. Anytime I can bring awareness to the challenges that, that farmers have and the ups and downs and we get to do all that with the farm tour. We get to give we get to give scholarships out. We get to um, help a lot of people and we get to have a lot of fun. I'm Morgan number two. That's your skinny. It's time for the good news. With Bobby. Tell me something good. Have you guys seen the videos of the guy going through the drive throughs and tipping people big amounts of money? No. Because we always talk about stories where people are at restaurants and it's like, this person gave him a thousand bucks. But this guy's actually going through drive throughs and surprising workers with big tips. In the clip, he's seen pulling up to several different drive through restaurants and asking employees how much they want to be tipped. And they all suggest a dollar or two. And then he pays up to 100 times what they ask. Wow. But he says what he's going to do before he goes up there. <laughs> I saw another one too on TikTok where a guy... He does this bit where he'll take like a hundred bucks all the way up to, I've seen him do 500 bucks too. And he goes up to somebody sitting in the parking lot and is like, hey, did you lose this? And if they say, no, it's not mine, he gives it to them for being honest. Oh, I love that. And if they say, yes, it is. Or if he's like, did you lose any, did you lose cash? And, he, and they like take it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How much? Then he kind of runs through that, and he's like, nah, it must not be the right one. Oh. That's cool. One woman he went up to, and she was in the car, and he was like, did you lose this? And she was like, nah, I didn't. She was like back in the back of a Kmart parking lot. And he's like, are you sure? He's like, it's 500 bucks cash. Somebody have had to lose. She goes, it's not mine. I'm sure somebody needs it. And you could tell that she was having a rough time. And he's like, I think you need this. And she was like, what do you mean? He goes, nobody lost this. I she starts crying. It was awesome. Oh, I love it. Yeah, it was awesome. awesome. It was awesome. All right, that's what it's all about right there. That was Tell Me Something Good. Okay, if you had to get a song lyric tattooed on you, what song lyric would you get tattooed on you? Okay? Don't say none, because they're like, you have to, or we put a gun to your head. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, it's a game. <laughs> what song lyric do you get tattooed on you, Amy? I get George Strait, A Love Without End, comma, Amen. amen. That's pretty good. Yeah, yeah. that's yeah. good. Amen. Where do you put it? Don't know yet. Uh, you're forcing me with a gun. So. Now I got another yeah. gun to the other side of your head. Where do you put oh, it? Wow, wow, yeah. wow. Okay, <laughs> then I put it uh, like up my forearm maybe mm -hmm. in like a single, what do they call it? This The new way everyone's doing it, the really thin single needle. Mm -hmm. That's what I got. Like thin, real thin, right? Real thin. 
Mine, and I didn't have one that comes to me right now, but when I was growing up, up until I was like 26 or 27, and I still love the Counting Crows, but I always identified with this line because I always thought, man, when I watch TV or listen to the radio, like, I want to hear me. Like, I want to make it so if I'm just walking by a Best Buy, I want to see me on the TV. And there's a line in Mr. Jones when he says, when I look at the television, I want to see me. Staring right back at me. And my whole life, I was like, that's that's what I want. And so as kind of a, an homage to my younger driven self, I would probably get that written as well. Like Where? Well, that's the problem. I was going to put like back at the back of the forearm or like up near the collarbone, like a little block here. Oh, that's cool. Like underneath my collarbone right there. <laughs> you can't do that. Why not? You can't. You okay, lower, ba- lower back. Tramp stamp. Yes, it. <laughs> there you go. Here, here is mine right here. When I look at the television, I want to see me stand right back with me. There you go. And that's cool because you've done it. Eddie? Uh, mine's just came to me recently. I've never thought about this, but when the question's asked, I'm like, this is easy. West Virginia down in Tennessee. George Strait. I actually walked it with my own feet, so why not? Yeah, two George Straits, one Counting Crows. You want to know where I'd put it? Where? On my feet. <laughs> oh, that would hurt, though. They say that's one of the most painful <laughs> places to get one. The top or the, the bottom? bottom of my feet. Oh, oh, no, no. no way. Uh, lunchbox? Uh, it's easy, guys. When this question is asked, the first thing that pops in my head, and this is going to go on my left peck of my chest, and it is going to be, I'm too sexy for my shirt, too sexy for my shirt, so sexy it hurts. Oh, all of that. <laughs> right, dead That's bread. a lot. Yeah. And where do you write that? Right on my left peck. Because when my shirt oh, oh, is it's, off. It's left peck. Why it. the left? I, I don't know. Just I, I'm right-handed, so my left side gets probably, you know, neglected a little bit, so give it some love. <laughs> what? Okay. Raymundo, you? Drake said it best. You only live once because, I mean, it's pretty realistic. You really only live once. So you're right, YOLO? Yeah. YOLO. Uh, back shoulder blades all the way across. <laughs> all right, you can uh, put your answer up on our Facebook page. We'll ask that question. Just go follow the Bobby Bone Show. Here's Amy's pile of stories. Okay, so apparently the worst days for porch pirate thefts are Mondays and Tuesdays. There's not really any rhyme or reason why, but maybe a lot of people order packages towards the end of the week and then they start flowing in and mail starts to arrive Mondays and Tuesdays and porch pirates are out there. And I would say because people are back at work for the most part. Oh, yeah. True, More on Monday and Tuesday than any other day. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if it's about packages getting there as much as it is the availability of them being there. Yeah, it's just when people were surveyed, it was like, what day of the week were you stolen from? And Mondays and Tuesdays were the most popular days. Any story about the delivery guys dropping the package off in the houses. What day is that? Oh, happen? yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I have an update to that, though. <laughs> on my, your story. On my story, because I kind of had the opposite. Someone didn't steal my package. They kindly took my package from my porch and put it inside the entryway of my house because my front door was unlocked. And we've all been confused. I didn't know how it happened. And we thought it was just a nice delivery guy. Well, turns out... It was Lexi Hayden. Our old intern. <laughs> Our old intern. Oh. She's now a singer. Who is also a woman in country music now, and she's a singer-songwriter, and she also happens to walk dogs as her, that's like she, it's her side hustle. And so she walks my dog, Cara, and she heard us talking about it on the Bobby Bone Show and sent Mike D a message and was oh like, gosh. hey, <laughs> that was actually me. I put it inside for Amy because it was so big. I didn't want someone to steal it. <laughs> Do we have that message or do we just trust that that's real? She DM'd it. To oh, him. she wrote it. Okay. Yeah. But you, Mike, you verified that? <laughs> yep, it was her. Okay. Yeah, so shout out Lexi Hayden. Uh, Panera Bread is selling a macaroni and cheese sandwich. And I'm going to have to go try this because it sounds amazing. So pretty much they've got two pieces of bread toasted to perfection with macaroni and cheese on the inside with Parmesan sprinkled on top. Yum. What? That does sound good. I know. All right. I'm a sucker for any kind of mac and cheese situation. And then I have the best country karaoke songs that you need to sing. So if you happen mm. to have a karaoke event best, coming up. Um, I do Chattahoochee. Ooh, Friends in Low Places. Amarillo by morning. <laughs> <laughs> what do you have over there? So in at number five, this is a poll that was done, and these are voted the best. You've got John Denver, Take Me Home Country Roads. Yeah, that's a good one. Take me home. Eddie and I were singing John Denver the other day. Yeah, we were. Because I'm leaving on, on a jet plane. plane. 
don't know. And we argued about I'll it. Be back Why? Again. Because I didn't know that John Denver wrote it, and then Bobby knows more about music than I do. So not true. He said, "I think it's somebody else." And it, but <laughs> it was the Mamas and the Papas. <laughs> no, Peter Paul Peter and Paul Mary. Mary did cut it, but John Denver wrote it. Yeah, mm-hmm. those are the conversations and arguments we have on the road. And at number four, Dolly Parton, Jolene. Then at number three, Charlie Daniels with The Devil Went Down to Georgia. Ooh, good one. That's a tough one. I can do it. Yeah, you can. I can do it without words, but that's a tough one to do because it's so fast. Yeah. Zach Brown Band, Chicken Fried nice. at number two. Eh, for a karaoke song. I would do it. Eh. And what else? <laughs> I think we'll all love number one because everyone will sing along and it's Garth Brooks, Friends in the Places. That's the one you do if you want the group in with you. Yeah. Like everybody to sing in the bar. All right, there you go. I'm Amy. That's my pile. That was Amy's pile of stories. It's time for the good news. With Amy. Tell me something good. So this guy Rob and this girl Shannon, they're just sitting at their house, and then all of a sudden there's a burst pipe, and they really did not have time to deal with this. But it led to something cool. Through the pipe busting, they were able to find a ring that was lost in the house like 25 years ago. So they went next door to their neighbor and showed the ring because he'd lived at that house for like years and years and years. And sure enough, he knew who it belonged to and they were able to turn the ring to the owners. What kind of ring was it? Does it say it's like a wedding ring? This is a class ring. A 10 carat gold peridot ring. I don't know what any of that means. I don't even know what carat gold means. (laughs) Because there are like carats and diamonds. Yeah. What is a carat gold? Does anyone know what carat gold is what? I don't even want to guess. I don't need, because now after doing some engagement ring shopping, I kind of now know diamond carrots. Yeah. The, the higher the carrot, mm-hmm. the more expensive, for sure. And I was reading about MC Hammer's gates outside of his uh, place when he was super rich. Yeah. And he had like 24 carat gold bar gates. Oh, wow. Like, because he spent all that money and lost all that money. But I don't know anything. I'm glad he got his ring, got the ring back. Like, great story. <laughs> mm-hmm. Pipe burst. They found a ring. But the, the gold thing's confusing to me. And also, that guy lost millions and millions and millions of dollars. Who, oh. MC Hammer? Yeah. I know. He was traveling with an entourage all the time of like 40 to 50 people. Wow. Private jets. Again, his house, the bar inside of his house were gold. Dang. That is the life. That is No, that's what happened. <laughs> he lost it all. Man. All right, Amy, is there anything else you'd like to say about that? No. Okay, that's what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. Eddie says he'll never be able to coach his kids' sports team. No chance. Why? Zero. I've been asked... Oh, my gosh. Dozens of times. Will you coach this year? Will you coach this year? And I always say no because I, I, the schedule could be weird. And I can't I can't just tell you that I can do all the games. I just I have a crazy schedule. That's my excuse. Now I know why I really can't. They, I filled in a couple of days ago. They were having practice and a couple of dads didn't show up. I'll take over. Bones, these kids are so terribly behaved. They, they, <laughs> they don't listen to anyone. They're running the bases. And I'm like, you stop over there and form a line and it's at one point i was just going to start yelling at all of them like i can't the parents some of the parents are here i'm going to get in trouble but i don't know how some of these coaches do it like you want to just rip some of these kids head off don't you shouldn't say that no but but you know what i'm saying like and then with that we're going over the morning corny (laughs) here's amy's morning corny the morning corny what works faster than a calculator what works faster than a calculator a calcu now. <laughs> Calculator. Okay. Calcu now. Okay. <laughs> that was the morning corny. Here's a few voicemails we got over the weekend. Here's the first one. Okay, guys, I got to know. I'm seven minutes into the Friday Night Lights pilot. Is it worth it? I've never seen Friday Night Lights. What kind of an investment is it? And does it still hold up? I've tried to watch it, and I, I stopped watching it. What? Oh, my gosh. Don't listen to Bobby. Yes. yes, it's worth it. Keep going. It's an investment, and I'm jealous you're just now starting. I would give anything to go back to the day that I started it. <laughs> but does it hold up? You can, yes, though. it holds up. Oh, Bones, it's definitely worth the investment. It's going to take a while because it's very long, but it's worth every single episode. Yeah, and it's small-town Texas, Friday night football. Nothing has changed about that. Okay. It holds up. Here's the next one. Why did the boys bring a ladder to school? He wanted to go to high school. Bye. Oh. <laughs> high school. I like Bye. it. All right, here's one more. Thank you for your suggestions for interviews, you know, just asking questions. Uh, I interviewed for my dream job uh, last week, and I absolutely killed it. And there were a couple times where I asked questions, and I was like, oh, man, that's a really good question. So just uh, got about another two weeks to find out if I will be a truck driver for an IndyCar team, and I'll be in the pits, too. So... <laughs> 
Yeah. That'd be awesome. Wow. That's really cool. Awesome. Good luck. Let us know how that goes. Update us. Somebody from Utah fell victim to a ruse that started with a text message from someone claiming to be Ashley, a rep from Redken Beauty and Hair Products. Is that a real company? Yes. Okay. And so Ashley convinced this Megan girl to shave her head bald, including her eyebrows, in exchange for a couple of thousand bucks. Because oh. again, she hair She's beauty. Redken. Of course. Why would you not believe that? Yeah, I mean that's like salon grade. They sell that at the salons. After providing Ashley with progress pics and videos, the mystery woman then disappeared, no cash. The number she was texting was out of service. Now, there was no, she didn't pay any money. It was just like more like a prank than a scam. I know. I'm like, maybe that's the word. Maybe it's on scam. And then I saw a picture of her. I mean, she bald headed, bald headed eyebrow ball, too. So maybe someone she knows. Well, that's just wrong. Right? Like, why would a stranger get something out of this? Well, what you get is a good laugh if you don't like her. Yeah, I see some it's like... It's mean. That's what you get out of it. Ashley is some punk 16-year-old boy oh, with boy. his friend sitting around. I wonder if she's going to shave her head. Or it's some other woman. Ooh, revenge. Jealousy. Ooh. I mean, it's a different level when you shave the eyebrows. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's a it's a whole different... Like, it stinks that she shaved her head because she's very pretty, very pretty. But also, you're going to believe a text message? I'm going to need to FaceTime with you. Yes. I'm going to need... Oh, hello. I'm going to need to hit the FaceTime a little bit. Uh, Kirsty in Arkansas is on the phone right now. Hey, Kirsty, how are you? Great. How are you guys? Hey, Bobby. Hey, studio. What's happening? I was just on my way to teach some kids. Are you a school teacher? What grade do you teach? I am kindergarten this year. Oh, wait. Does it, cha- does it change for you? Are you getting, you know, shipped around grades or what? Um, I have I have a little bit, but um, some have been because I wanted to. And last year I went to help out with virtual and came back to my home school and kindergarten is where it is. So I would think happy. if I were choosing a grade to teach, it would either be really young or the oldest. Because I would think around fifth grade that kids aren't smelling good. Oh, yeah. No, <laughs> junior high has got to be rough. They're, and they're starting to kind of be jerks. Yeah. Hormones, yeah, yeah all, yes, all, all that's happening. Like, There's a shift happening. Give me like kindergarten and first grade, or eleventh and twelfth grade, or I'm, you know, I'm retiring from the profession. Yeah. I'll be honest with you, I'm out. <laughs> See, I went eleventh or twelfth grade. I'm with you on that, but the curriculum is <laughs> so much harder than kindergarten. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what would you like to say? Well, Bobby, I actually ran into you at the game this weekend. We were coming in, and you were there. We yelled at you. My husband said, "Hey, can we get a pick?" And you were like, yes, but the game's starting. So thank you for being so kind. It totally made my kids whole day, whole month. They really like you. And we watch you at the Dancing on the Stars. But thank you so much for being genuine and taking the time to take a quick picture with us. Well, of course. And thank you for asking. And listen, when the game was started, though, I mean, they kicked off. And I'm walking up and people are like, hey, we get a picture. I love taking a picture. But <laughs> but I was, like, I was like, quick, we got to go quick. And it's the only time I'll do that. But I was like, the game's going yeah, this is like one of the most important things in your life. It's the, except for my wedding and my wife. Right, right, it's right. the most important thing in my wife. And I always have time for people to listen to the show. <laughs> yes. See, the wife is still creeping in there to remind you. Yeah. Um, hey, it was really great to meet you. And thank you for, uh, for, for calling and sharing that story. What a night, huh? Of course. Thank you. Yes. Oh, my gosh. What a game. We had a great time. Did you rush the field? No, I didn't want to take my children to this. Yeah, and I was too old. So. Oh, too much for my kids. <laughs> All right, well, have a good day. Thank you, All you right, too. See you later. Let's go. Hey, what's the hats? Well, that'll lead us into what's the hats. Um, I went to watch the Arkansas and Texas game, and it was awesome. It was one of the, my, my top two games of all time. Oh. It was, it was that great. We got there. We whooped butt. We haven't been good in years. We crushed the number 15 team. We have a deep rivalry with Texas. It was awesome. I mean, it was literally amazing. Um, I did not rush the field. Wow. Back in the day, you yeah, would have. Yeah. I did back in the day. Yeah? Yeah, I did back in the day. But Didn't I, you hurt yourself doing I that? I did. Yeah. I did that, too. Does that still happen, though? Yeah. Like, people still... We didn't, you don't tear down goalposts anymore. Even with COVID? There's, hey, there's no COVID in Arkansas. <laughs> what are you talking about? I can either? tell you that real quick. <laughs> as soon as I cross the state line, get it back to my state... It was no COVID. <laughs> no COVID. Um, and I tried to be responsible, and, and I got in an elevator. I put a mask on. I was outside for the most part around people. But, boy, they crammed that elevator that we were in like 25 deep. Hey, it's game day, man. Come on. I, I hear you. <laughs>
Um, that's my what's the haps. It was just, it was it was amazing. Then we got stuck in traffic for two hours on the way out. Ooh. Yeah, that's the worst. You need a helicopter. Yeah, that's what I need. <laughs> I was thinking yeah. of all the things I need and can easily get. I mean, I know that's not happening, but I mean, that's the way to do it, right? I did see Jerry Jones, the Dallas Cowboys owner. That's Why so was cool. he there? What? He played for Arkansas. He's uh, Arkansas. He's an Arkansas dude. Yeah, okay, you dude. act as though I'm supposed to know this. <laughs> you are. Okay, doesn't no. know everything coming out of my mouth. Everyone knows that, Amy. Okay. Uh, but that that was the weekend for me. It was just an amazing, amazing game, amazing day. Uh, that's what's up. Amy, over to you. What's the hat? Hey, what's the hat? Well, I am into everything pumpkin right now. Like, it is, I can't. I've, I've embraced fall. It happens every year. I don't know why I'm surprised by it, but I'm starting to see it everywhere. Like, you can buy all the pumpkin creamers, like, at Target or the grocery store. They're all out, which is amazing. And all the, like, uh, spiced countertop spray. Like, there's this acorn spice that you can get really any a lot of it's Myers and you can get it and you spray it and it smells like fall. I bought fall candles. And so then, you buy spice that smells like acorns. It's called acorn <laughs> spice, but it smells like fall. It smells like, you know, cinnamon and like mm-hmm. like your pumpkin spice coffee, but on your countertops when you're cleaning. Caitlin ordered a coffee for me yesterday morning and she's like, hey, coffee. So the Uber Eats drops it off. Because we were exhausted. We didn't get back to like one in the morning after the game. I was like, oh thanks. And she's just looking at me. I'm drinking the coffee. She's looking at me. I'm drinking the coffee. She's looking at me. What's it? And I'm like, what's up? She goes, I put a little pumpkin in that. <laughs> and I was like, I don't taste I don't taste the difference. Wait, you didn't taste it? Uh-uh. Oh, taste that's difference. crazy. I'm not a big, I like pumpkin pie, but otherwise, I'm all good on pumpkin. Yeah. Well, she, we're both obsessed. Caitlin and I are both obsessed with that pumpkin cream stuff that you can put in there. And Caitlin found a recipe on TikTok where you can make it at home. Oh, joy. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. That's a big deal. I did. That's a great deal. Because then you don't have to go spend $5. You can make it at home. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> All right, there you go. Hey, what's the hat? Eddie. Well, my son turned uh, eight this weekend, so we had a birthday party for him. Inspired by Mike D, we rented out a movie theater for the cheap price of $120. And so anybody comes and I'm paying for a movie? Yeah, like up to 30 friends. And it was, it was amazing. Like, dude, we go to Chuck E. Cheese, I dropped 300 easy. And so I'm like, a movie theater with the movie that they want, and they could run wherever they wanted, it was they the, ran around oh during the my, movie. No one watched the movie. It was like I shut oh. I shut the door. I'm like, all right, boys, let it rip. I sat in the back, watched football. It was the greatest birthday party I've ever been to. Yeah, it was really of, cool. That is cool because you have this contained space. Yeah. But you also have yeah, your house. Too. I, I'm telling you, out of all the 30 kids, maybe two wanted to watch the movie bones. Everyone else didn't care. It was a birthday well, what party. What movie was it? The Space Jam 2. Maybe half of them had already seen it too. Mm. Okay. <laughs> well, that's I why they were it. running around. Hey, what's the hat? All right, Lunchbox. Uh, lately, the wife and I have gotten back into garage sailing, and so we go garage sailing again this weekend, and I don't know if I'm just older or these people around here don't have good garage sales. They have nothing but crap. We've been to garage sales like three weekends in a row and not a single, we haven't bought a thing. Like, people need to step, if you're going to have a garage sale, actually have stuff that's worth buying, please. It's so annoying. All right, I hear everybody now upgrading their stuff. <laughs> yeah. All right, honey. <laughs> we really need to put out our favorite porcelain. Lunchbox is annoying. <laughs> Uh, let's take a call from Leslie real quick. Leslie, uh, you're on the air. What's up, Leslie? Hey, so I saw a clip from the Arkansas game, and they absolutely tore down the goalposts. No, they lowered them as soon as the game was over. They have a hydraulic that lowers the goalposts immediately, so you can't tear them down. Most stadiums are smart now, where they go, we don't want them ripping it out of the ground. Yeah. So it goes, boop, and they lean them down and lay them down, but you can't. You don't run off at the goalpost. And we weren't trying to tear the goalpost up. We didn't win a national championship. We were just pumped to win a game. So, no, no. Now stadiums can actually lay goalposts down almost immediately. Okay. I, it really went down fast. So I really oh, they it's, it was like 3-2-1 goalpost. Went down. Oh, yeah. cool. Yeah, I do that at, at my house, too. When I go to bed at night, all my, my TV, everything goes down to the ground oh, so, oh, nice. so we don't get crazy. <laughs> we wake up sometimes, and the dog will just be on the couch chilling. It's like Toy Story whenever the toys are at play when the kid goes to sleep yes. or walks out. Stanley lives his best life. He's all rolling around in chairs and couches. Sometimes we'll walk out and he looks out because oh, uh-oh. Busted. And then he walks back and lays down in his bed. <laughs> we have to stop making movies so long. And the more TikTok world we get into, the more we're just not going to watch long movies. I hate a long movie. If it's over an hour and 45 minutes, I will. it will keep me from watching the movie. It's got to be really good. It better be so good for every minute over hour 45. I see two hours and five minutes, and I think the gall. You're going to make it. But I I, I understand. You're like, well, we're going to put a bunch of money into it. Let's make it long. 
We don't need to sit there for a long time. You just need to entertain us. That's it. I don't it. even check the time. I do. I hate it. I hate long movies. Okay. The new Bond movie is the longest Bond movie ever at two hours, 43 minutes. Oh. You're out of your mind. Stop that. Hollywood. You're out of touch anyway. But we don't have time for this. Fans are patiently waiting to experience the upcoming Bond movie, No Time to Die. It's the longest Bond movie ever made, two hours and 43 minutes. Total, 163 minutes, September 30th. Just make it two movies. Anything over two hours, ooh, you better tickle my pickle good. Because I do not, <laughs> I'm not, I'm not in it. Hour 45, perfect time. Yeah. Well, clearly they were trying to break a record. Back in the old days, that's what we did. We saw our movies, they were about an hour and a half. We watched White Man Can't Jump or The Babe. And we called it a day. Yeah, and that's why I think kids, I mean, my daughter's 14 and she watches the movie recaps on YouTube. Yeah, that's what's going to happen. Because she just wants to get a whole movie in like 10 minutes and she knows exactly what happened and feels good about it. He's done it once, he's done it twice, he's done it again. I'm talking about The Rock. So, maybe a couple weeks ago, The Rock pulled up beside a bus of tourists and they all freaked out. Here's the first clip. This is kind of funny. There's a tour bus here. It always tours through my neighborhood. Hey, you guys know where I can find The Rock? <laughs> and then he did it again. Here's the second time. Got a tour bus here touring my neighborhood. Hey, you guys know where I can find The Rock? <laughs> Every time it gets a little less. Like, like, oh. <laughs> so I want to hear the next one. He, he's hiding in the bushes, though, waiting for a bus. That's what it feels like now, that The Rock's sitting there behind the house going, all right, here we go. But he does it again. He pulled up beside another bus of tourists and said, hey, you guys know where I can find The Rock? We got a tour bus over here. This should be fun. Hey, you guys know where I can find The Rock? Where's The Rock? <laughs> I need The Rock. <laughs> Are you smelling what I'm cooking? Oh, you guys have a great weekend. <laughs> okay, see you guys. I do bye have bye. to shout out to The Rock for using an old wrestling catchphrase. <laughs> I like that, that he's not too good for that. Because sometimes people get a little too big for their britches, and they don't want to do, do you smell what The Rock is cooking? That's pretty cool. It's weird that every time he records it, he's like, it's almost like the, the second two clips, he's like, oh, wow, there's a tour bus. Like, he doesn't know they're there, and he hasn't already done this before. Why like, he's not chasing the <laughs> bus. Yeah, it's like, not in his neighborhood. <laughs> <laughs> He's flying up to it. I just wish I kind of wish he would be a little bit more like, oh, let's do this again, see what happens. I like The Rock. I like like The Rock. But we're on three. Let's do That's it. That's it. Hey, every time you do this from now on, Rock has hurt your reputation a little bit. You're wildly famous. It's like the long movie. We're done, right? You are basically Bond right now. Now, that being said, Lunchbox does claim he's a top 25 most famous person in Nashville. And so we have it, we have the setup. And we think on Thursday's show we'll be able to play back Lunchbox seeing a tour bus here in town. We haven't done it yet. But today, tomorrow, or Wednesday, we have it set up where Lunchbox is going to be. Scuba, can you explain exactly this bit and what's going to happen? So I don't want to say when we're going to do it because I don't want to tip anyone off. Yeah. But essentially the plan is to have Abby and Kevin who work behind the scenes to go on the tour bus as tourists to record audio reaction and video. And then me and Lunchbox in the streets – doing his whole The Rock thing of, hey, has anyone seen Lunchbox? And then to record either a reaction or no reaction. I feel like people are going to be like, no. So, and it's, hey, guys, you know where I can find Lunchbox? That's and then it. if you need to do your catchphrase, be like, and that's the bonehead story of the day. All I did was yeah. win, win. All I did. I mean, that's what The Rock did because no one knew he was. He's like, they were like, he was like, you know, did his mouth The Rock is cooking? And then they kind of screamed. You know what's going to happen with The Rock? He's going to be on the bus next time and pull off. All right, it's The Rock. I got a wig on. Let's see how they react. <laughs> Uh, but we will hopefully on Thursday's show have, and we've been, Scuba Steve's been working just tirelessly on making this bit happen. Uh, so that'll be happening later this week. It's time for the good news. With producer Eddie. Tell me something good. Sean Valley from New Jersey, he was driving into work and he said, oh, I normally go this way to work, but I'm going to cut to this neighborhood. Maybe I get there a little quicker. Well, good thing he did because he drove by a house that was engulfed in flames. He saw the smoke from a distance, so he started driving that way. When he got closer, he noticed, yes, it was on fire and there were two people standing on the roof waving, help, help. On the roof? On the roof of the house, of the burning house. Like probably the only way they could get out was yes. that. Yes. So he gets out of the car and he tries to knock on doors and wake up neighbors so we can get a ladder. And in the meantime, 
time. They say there's still people in the house. So he busts through the front door. He tell, runs in the house? He, no, he from the door, he says, wake up. If you can hear me, just come towards my direction, my voice. And they did. They got out. Neighbor came with a ladder, got the people down from the house. Unbelievable. Saved everyone just because he took an alternate route to work. What would you do in that situation? Well, let me tell you. When I was in the country about two years ago, I saw a house smoking. Smoke coming from the roof of the house. So what I did, pulled over. I knocked on doors. You did? Yes. No one answered. I'm like, help, somebody, somebody. Finally, a car starts coming down the road. I waved him down. I said, this place is on fire. He says, that's a tobacco smokehouse. That's what Mm. they do. And then he kept driving. But you know what you would have done, though. I would have done exactly what Sean did. What would you have done, Amy? I would have done what Sean did. I think it's easy to say. (laughs) I just wonder, would you have, like, beat on the door, run up? Would you call 911 and sat in your car? Mm. I would call 911 and I would go beat on the door. Lunch rocks? Oh, you know what I'd have done. 911, hero (laughs) in the making. I'd have been, what up? There's a fire. There's a fire. There's people on the roof. Oh, yeah. Boom, boom, boom. They're up there yelling. I need a ladder quick. Oh, you want the ladder? Would you run in the house, you think? Probably. I bet he would have stolen the ladder from the people that brought it, gone up and got him out, and then talked to the news and said, he found a ladder, he did this, he did that. But if he went up and got him, that's still pretty good. Exactly. <laughs> what if he stole the ladder? Hey, guys, they stealing my thunder. Get out of here. <laughs> All right, that's what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. Bobby's Big Stories. Did you see the cat that yes. they saved? Yeah. <laughs> okay, so... At the Miami football game, there's this cat, and it's on a raft, and it's, like, hanging from a string. Yeah. It's like a cat, like a... a Stray. Stray cat that lives in and around the stadium. And it's up, and it kind of falls through a little crack, and it's hanging by a... And it slowly is getting worse and worse and worse. And you see the cat freaking out, and everybody under it is like, okay, you see hands go up, like they're going to catch it. People from the top are trying to reach down and get the cat, but he's too far under. And the cat just lets go and plummets. And they catch the cat in an American flag. Yeah, it's the best video. They catch the cat in Ah. an American flag. And then the whole place is like, I look like a bigger (laughs) shirt than anything from the game. And then they grab the cat and hold it up like they do on Lion King. Somebody's got to adopt that cat. (laughs) Yeah. For sure. um, Here's some audio of it. And then they rushed the field with the cat. <laughs> no, they didn't do that. But it was a really, really awesome story. There was another game, and I'd have to find out where it was, but a woman gave birth in, like, the, the tunnel. What? Dang. They had to block a tunnel off because she went into labor. Mike, we see if you can find that. I'm just, like, thinking about tweets that I saw. Here we go. It was at a Southern Miss game. The tunnel was blocked off in the third quarter. They were told a woman was given birth. Oh. Something I, mean, I didn't expect at the Southern Miss game today. Our tunnel was temporarily blocked off in the third quarter. Was told a uh, woman was giving birth. Southern Miss went on to win 37 to 0. No woman, uh, no word on the woman and her newborn baby. Oh, that'd be cool if they uh, gave the baby a full ride to Southern Miss. Oh. It's like meant to be. Here's the update. <laughs> Reached out to Southern Miss. She was in labor in this thing, and they finally got her out of there in time to the hospital. Okay. okay. So okay. she didn't have the baby But there. they shut the tunnel down as she was Ooh. in labor to make sure that they could get her out of there. Mm. Boy, she's really pregnant going into the game. <laughs> well, uh, that's cool. Let's see. A lot of parents are posting pictures, and I get a little jealous seeing it sometimes, of their kids, and they're like, hey, my name's Timmy. I'm in fifth grade. Here's my social security number. Here's the, you know, it's just a lot of information on that that board they hold up. Yeah. <laughs> my favorite thing to be is an astronaut. Here's my blood type. You know, all that. But they're like, don't do that because people can see their name, their age, their teacher, their features, and they can use that to steal your kid's identity because kid identity theft is a thing. Oh, wow. So the photos are cute. I'll even admit that. But they're saying, hey, this is very dangerous because the whole whole My First Day of School poster does put information up there that probably would not be known unless you posted it. Right. So don't do it. It's online stuff too, but also in person. Like predators can also use that info to lure a kid if they're young enough. They can know all their info and make that kid feel comfortable and know their teacher, where they go to school, their height, their weight, all the details. Hey, Timmy, I know you're 93 pounds. Get in. (laughs) (laughs) Like, wow, you nailed that. Well, I wasn't going to. Mom said don't talk to strangers, but. Well, it'd just be like, I know it's your first day at second grade, Miss Taylor. Your mom told me to come get you. That is good. That's good info there too. Um, so 
I still like the pictures. Maybe we just put a little less. No. You can blur it out. Uh, uh, some police officers showed parents what to do, and it's like, take the photo so you have it for your record, like your no, stuff. No, nobody cares about that. If you can't post it in this <laughs> live. Yeah, no, why? you can still take the picture with the cute sign, but you just blur out the info. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, we should do that every year when we start back after Christmas vacation. This is my 13th year doing this show. I like broccoli. We're all old. Yeah. Everyone's like, we know everything. I'm always, I didn't, I don't do any of that. I'm just not that mom. But I am jealous of the moms that like have those cute little boards with chalk and they do it every year. And I'm like, oh, it's like the, it shows you your range of parenting. They're the parents with the cute little boards. Then there's parents that just write it on a piece of paper. And Frank. Then yeah. <laughs> Which, I mean, no shame in that. And then there's parents like me that just uh, every year are like, dang it, I didn't do it. Just a little BTS of what we talked about during this last commercial break. I was actually going to save this story. We do a, a daily tease where we have to, we send it to our affiliates, and it's like, hey, tomorrow on the show, it's 7.05, we'll do this. And I, and I looked at this, and I was like, I could tease this for tomorrow. And I, when I did the tease, I was like, hey, guys, tomorrow at 7.05, we'll tell you how to make sure your kid's information isn't stolen, something you may be doing. Right. And I was like, if... Somebody, if this happens to like one of our listeners while I'm just teasing it, it's like the news going, coming up in an hour, we'll tell you how not to die. Yeah. And you're like, wait, what? Hour. Why do I got to wait an hour? I need to know now. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, finally, a Subway restaurant employee fought off a robber, and now she claims that she has been suspended from her job without pay. She thwarted the robbery on September 5th, the story says, according to leaked security camera footage that was shared with the rockfordscanner.com. The video, timestamped at 1038, shows her fend off a robber who entered the store and walked directly behind the sandwich counter. As a scuffle between the two continued outside the employee-only section, the assailant dropped his gun and she retrieved it. The robber can be seen trying to get his gun back while he has her purse in his hand. Now this is just, listen, I think What's happening at these companies is you can't have people trying to fight off robbers. You just get if she felt like she was getting attacked and she was fighting for her, you know, so she wouldn't die. Yeah. I think it's a different story. And it is weird to go, yep, you should be suspended fighting off a robber. But it's like they can't have people doing vigilante justice in a subway. Yeah. If someone comes in, you give them the crap and then you handle it afterward. Because she could have died. Yeah. Get a gun. Now, if you're starting to feel attacked, you have to fight and defend yourself for sure. Um, but, boy, she went out. I got to say, she grabs his gun, and she's got bigger cojones than I ever would. <laughs> I'd have been on the floor fetal position immediately. Like, take all the tuna subs. <laughs> yeah. Take them all. Like, that. Be like I understand, and what I would imagine is it's kind of a wink-wink, nudge-nudge. We have to suspend you, but great job. Yeah. Yeah. That happened to me once in radio in Little Rock, where I broke into another radio station, and is a whole. I took over their airwaves. And then I went back and got screamed at. I mean, just yelled at. At the top, my general manager yelled at me at the top of his lungs while the door was open and everybody was right outside the office. And then he shut the door and was like, "That was awesome." <laughs> Between you and me, yeah, I was like, "I can never say this publicly, but that was awesome." Um, but she has his gun. I'm the video. She's holding his gun. What's he doing? How do you lose? Position. How do you lose a gun? Mm-hmm. If I'm guy. Oh, <sighs> Don't let that thing down. All right, there you go. That's what's up. Thank you. Those were Bobby's Big Stories. I do think we'll be able to play for you Thursday morning on this show the reaction to Lunchbox when a bus of tourists drives up. You know, The Rock did a third video, and we made fun of it earlier, but The Rock did another one where he's like, here's another bus of people. Let's go. We got a tour bus over here. This should be fun. Hey, you guys know where I can find The Rock? And then about two weeks ago, Lunchbox is like, this what happened with me, too. Talking about himself. Absolutely. Whenever I would pull up, listen, guys, when I go out in public, I'm famous. So if I did this to a tour bus just like The Rock, people would go crazy. So my point is, I think on Thursday's show, we'll be able to have it and bring it in to share. He hasn't done it yet. The audio like that. And you're going to have to turn your radio down because it's going to be so loud. Oh, Mm -hmm. piercing screams? Yep. Hey, Paul in North Carolina, I appreciate (laughs) you calling. What's going on, Paul? Hey, good morning. How are you, Bobby? Doing pretty good. What can I do for you? Well, concerning Lunchbox and the tour bus, and he thinks he's that popular, the bus would go crazy. I think it would be very interesting if on the very next corner, when the bus stops, if you or Amy were standing there and you said, 
Hey, have you seen Bobby Bones? Or if Amy said, hey, have you seen Amy from the Bobby Bones show? Uh, and then compare the reaction. What are you yelling oh, over him? No, no, you're not allowed to say the Bobby Bones show, man. All yeah, I heard was Lunchbox go, ah! ah. <laughs> no, so that's already disqualified because they already said I have to just say Lunchbox. So I can't say where I'm from because The Rock didn't say Rock from the movies. <laughs> But he's also true, famous he for it. other things. I also don't want to put myself in that situation because no one's going to cheer if I do yeah, that. Yeah, no way. Awkward. Hey, everybody, it's Bye Bones. Uh, yeah. Crickets. <laughs> uh, and? Mm-hmm. Well, that's, a, that's a stupid name. What, are you a pirate? I, I, you know, so I would never, and I don't claim to be famous. So, but Paul, that, that bit is not for me. Lunchbox has claimed that he's one of the top 25 most famous people in Nashville in country music. And so we'll put it to the test. Backed up by facts. Because we named people and we couldn't name 25 yes, more Yes, we know we could have named 100. I still think that's why Jake Owen isn't talking to me right now. Oh, no. It's because you were like, I'm more famous than Jake. I mean, don't take it personal. It's just life. Sometimes you lose your star. Who? Jake. Jake just put out another massive number one song. There is no star. Like some of the significant others of country stars are more known star than Lunchbox. Name like one. I can name uh, plenty. Tom Caroline Bryan. Who? Yeah, Tom oh, yeah. Lauren. Yeah, Caroline Bryan, Luke's wife. She got a million Instagram followers. Mm-hmm. You don't even have a blue check mark. Yeah, because they won't give it to me. Carrie's <laughs> husband. What's his name? Mike Fisher. Mike Fisher. There you go. Yeah, see, no one knows who that is. Yeah, we do. Okay. Uh, <laughs> hey, thank you, Paul. Appreciate that. Nicole Kidman. Okay, love you guys. <laughs> got him. <laughs> Gwen hey, Stefani. Never heard of her. <laughs> one. Gwen Stefani. All right, talk to me about this permission slip. Well, I had to sign one for my daughter to attend sex ed. At school. But I feel like my mom had to sign that for me, too, when I was in fifth grade or something. Yeah, there were no permission slips where I come from. Yeah, really? Either. You get crammed in a room, you watch a video, and then you never speak about it again. Wow. <laughs> that was it for us. They roll. They got a little rolly thing. The TV's on top of the rolly thing. Everybody be quiet. I remember Coach, um, hmm, one of our coaches, I can't remember which one, sat in there, and everybody was like, <laughs> and, uh-huh. and he'd be like, that's licks. What? What? Paddling. <laughs> oh, gosh. I oh. thought he was referring. Okay. No, nope. bad. No, licks. Whack. <laughs> I thought he was referring to the TV. <laughs> and so. <laughs> I didn't do any, and I was like, oh, uh, my gosh. Wow, he went uh, that hard, wow. huh? Okay. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. Okay. Yeah, so, no, I remember kids getting pulled out, which. I- yeah, if you snickered, you got licks. No, no. no. Again, <laughs> whack. Like yeah. that. And so nobody snickered after a while. <laughs> and we watched some terrible video. Mm-hmm. They're so bad. I think we've advanced since then. I sure hope so. I mean, we as parents have a responsibility to be having conversations at home, too, for sure. And those conversations can start at a young age. But I was like, oh, wow, here we are. Seventh grade, sex ed. So I signed it, had a talk with my daughter about it, and it'll start soon. What do they teach? Don't know yet, for sure. But What I'm, did you talk to her about? I said, well, this is going to be for sex ed sexual education and we have different talks like I've gotten some books that she has read to learn more about her body and then we need to have the conversation of what happens with other bodies I mean I need to go there I have to but I'm not embarrassed to do it I just need to take the time to do it we but we have open conversations I know she sees stuff I mean, you're stammering around a lot, so I don't feel like the conversations are that open. I know. Well, I feel like I'm delayed because I adopted my kids and I got my daughter when she was, she well, she joined our family when she was 10 and now she's 14. But it's like parents have an opportunity. If you just start open communication as young as two, three, four years old, and then you just have it ongoing. Two seems pretty young. I'll be honest <laughs> yeah, with you. I'm Amy. talking about when you're when you're referring to their body, like okay. that oh, type it, of sex it, ed. Like instead of being like, oh, you're a little... Tinkle, tinkle, you, like you can refer to it as the real name. Oh, you don't call it a pickle? <laughs> I'm asking. No. Do you call it a pickle? Oh, boy. Do you call it a pickle? Well, I always say tickle my pickle. I said that earlier on the show today. I know, but like as no, a parent, no. that's does Lunchbox no. do that? I don't know. Okay, says. well, no. Like at our home, we use the actual words. Like, I don't know if I can even say them on the radio, what, which sucks. Penis? Yes. Can I say that? That's what I say to my Scientific. son. It's clinical. Okay. Well, sometimes I say things and you're like, whoa, you can't say that. So I just wanted permission. But yes, with my son, we talk about his penis. With my daughter, it's a vagina. 
We don't. I don't just say your hoo ha. I don't know. I still say hoo ha, and I'm an adult man. I don't know that I'm anti hoo ha. But I mean that. Well, that just makes it more comfortable with them learning about their bodies, and that is what I meant. Which you can start at two, three years old, and then you go from there. But we're a little behind, and my daughter's fourteen. I have to. I like have some like we're very open about this, and she can't even be open with us yeah, about she what she's open about. She starts laughing. She goes, "I gave her a book, and uh, I haven't talked to her since." I haven't seen the kid in a week. <laughs> I said, read this and okay, don't come out. Okay, that's not what happened. Okay. But, I mean, I'll get it together when the time is right. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I got this. <laughs> Thank you very much. The Morning Show's official YouTube channel. Go to YouTube, search Bobby Bones Show, and subscribe today. Bobby Bones. I'm pretty sure I drove off from a gas station with a gas pump in my car. Oh, again? no. Again? <laughs> what do you mean again? He's never done it. Like oh. 10 years ago, I did it accidentally one time. Oh, you did? <laughs> so that means again. Yes. Again. But Amy acts like it's something where she like hits things in her car. It's like again. <laughs> okay, but I mean this is a very rare thing. I now. don't remember the other time. Okay. I just assume I. I don't. I, this time I'm pretty sure I did. What do you mean pretty sure? What? Well, it's what happened in your was. Car. Listen, we're in the SUV. I put the gas thing in. I let it the gas. I put the little thing to hold the gas, so I don't have to stand there. Yes. You're stuttering a little bit. I like this. Well, I don't remember <laughs> this. This too. I just. I'm pretty sure I did. And if anybody else has done this, feel free to call. Because I think they just tear away at this point. But I go in. I want some nerds for some reason. I had a craving for nerds. <laughs> so the gas is pumping. I go in. They have these things called nerds. And they're like gummy in the middle and nerds on the outside. Yes. They're great. So good. So I get some nerds and I get a water. And I walk back and get in the truck and I drive off. We get down the road about, I don't know, two miles. And someone drives up next to us and they're pointing at me. Like, hey, hey. And I'm like, ah. oh, I must be a fan of the show. <laughs> right back yep. at you, bud. <laughs> um, <laughs> I was like, thanks for listening, hey. buddy. Hey. <laughs> and Caitlin's like, I don't think that's a fan of the show. I'm trying to tell you something. And I was like, what is it? And they're like, oh, your gas cap is off and your, your flap is open. And I go, oh, okay. So I pull over and I go, well, if that's the case, then you never... I must have driven off with the pump in. Interesting. So... I'm 90% sure I did that. And then I'm all the way down the road. And what's the protocol? Do you have to go back and go like, I'm sorry, I apologize. I didn't mean to do this. Can I pay? I didn't know. So I did what I, you would think I would do. And I just kept driving. Yeah. <laughs> absolutely. But I don't think you'd go back. <laughs> no. And I'm not sure. Can you call? Nah. No, 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 You're not no. going to you turn just, yourself in no. for a crime. You just go. Hey, victimless crime. <laughs> I'm really sorry. But I, and I'm not even sure if I did it. It may have just pulled itself out of there, too. Hmm. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, Could and it, just fell intact yeah, 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 on the yes. ground? Okay. Put That's what out. I would assume happened. Sure. Because. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> make you feel better. Uh, so if anybody knows how this works, <laughs> I do feel bad about it. Um, our phone number is 877-77-BOBBY. But that was a thing. That was a, I, that was a thing where I just, and I felt stupid. And I felt, and I told, I asked Caitlin, I was like, do you think I'm stupid? Oh. What'd she say? No. She oh. was, it was an accident. <laughs> okay. That's sweet. But a little bit, I felt like maybe she did. Because that's something <laughs> the stupid person does. And I was stupid then, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm just glad I wasn't driving down the road with a thing in it. Yeah. Mopping <laughs> in the wind. That would have been terrible. Has anyone, Ray, have you done that? Sounds like a Ray thing. No, dude, I'm super focused when I'm getting gas. And I cannot believe you didn't feel a tug or a pull or something or like, like a that. Or yeah. you feel like a hero. You feel like a, you caught a fish. <laughs> oh, oh, I got a hit. Yeah. Hold <laughs> on. Oh, <laughs> To be fair, I don't put gas in a car often. I have an electric car that I drive. And this way, and I'm not making an excuse, but I am. <laughs> so like could you have taken it off the thing and hung it up and then got your nerds and forgotten and then never well, but the gas cap wouldn't have been on. So you always when you hang oh, it yeah. back up, you always put the gas cap back on immediately. I might put gas in a car 3 times a year. Mm-hmm. Wow. If I'm driving her, which I was, the SUV, uh I was driving, so I put gas in the car. I don't ever put gas in a car. And so I think I've just forgotten how to do it. Wow. And I'm sorry. Could you please forgive me? <laughs> oh, man. They probably um, have video footage and they're like wanted. Oh, it's in the news right this now. Oh, no. <laughs> um, let's go talk to Paulo in the Florida Keys. Paulo, help me out, man. What up? What up, Bobby? Morning, studio. Morning. Morning. I, uh, I was driving a tractor trailer and... Uh, I was done for, you know, a logbook is how many hours you're allowed to drive. 
And I was resting, and I get a phone call from dispatch to go do an emergency pickup. And I'm half asleep, and I told them, I was like, my logbook is full. And they're like, please just go do it. Uh, any state trooper listening will tell you, you know, you can't do that. So I went to uh, the gas station to fill up, and I'm half asleep. Went inside, I paid, and drove off, and the whole uh, they didn't have breakaway hoses. The entire gas pump came flying off the island. Oh. <laughs> How long ago is this? Oh, geez, it's probably been 20 years. Okay. Ooh, nervous there. Because <laughs> I think they're they're tear away now. Wow, that stinks. I would be afraid the thing would explode. Yeah, and you're leaking gas everywhere. Yeah, if you look at the pumps now when you go to get gas... Uh, pretty much about halfway up the hose, it'll look like a, a bubble. Um, you'll see it. It's like a knuckle, and that's your breakaway. Well, let's smart. Let's pray this had a breakaway. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I, I I leave it if it's in flames. I have no idea. I'm just driving down the road, <laughs> whistling. Uh, all right, Paulo. Thank you for that call, bud. Hey, man. Thank you guys. Have a great week. Yeah, you too. Uh, Stephanie is on. Let's go over and talk to Stephanie. What's going on? Morning. Morning. Um, so I did exactly what you did, except for um, everybody's seen me. So I'm putting the gas in there, and I turn the little thing on, you know, like you did. Um, and then I go walk into the store, and I'm listening to this lady, like, tell this really just crazy story. And I walked out, and I was thinking, gosh, people can be so dumb sometimes. And I get in my car, and I'm thinking about that lady. And I just drive off, and then I hear this popping noise, and I'm like, what? What just happened? And I'm looking around, and people are, like, looking at me, and I'm like, is it me? And I look back, and the pump had pulled out of the gas tank and was, like, laying on the floor or on the ground. Yeah. And here I am, and I'm like, oh, my gosh. So everybody was looking at me, and I was like, um... I guess I'll just back up and go put it back up. <laughs> yeah, I, I was too far removed, and it wasn't in my truck. It wasn't in the truck. So I, there's a slight chance that it just slid out, you know? Uh, thank you for that call. Let's do one more. Uh, Melinda in Oklahoma. You're on the show. Hi, Melinda. Hello, Bobby. Hello, yes, Melinda. Yes, I did it. Yes, I did it. And I was stopped 10 miles down the road because the nozzle and the hose I was dragging it. Oh, wow. <laughs> ten miles later? That's great. So, just ten miles later, and I was pulled over, actually by Highway Patrol, oh. and he said, ma'am, do you know that you're driving, you're dragging a nozzle and a, you know, a gas thing? And I said, no. <laughs> Did you remember, though... Driving, like, now I can see me just getting in the truck and driving off. I mean, I can see me going to get the nerds and the water. The line was a little too long. I was like, why are there nine people deep in a gas station? And I was like, wow. So waited, bought my stuff, got in the truck, drove off. And I go, oh, I never put the gas thing back in. Could you see yourself forgetting, or were you just total sh- in total shock? Well, I was in shock, but I had my son in the back in a car seat. It was when he was a baby, and he was crying and wanting things and it was just one of those mommy moments. <laughs> That's what I'm going to blame it on. Yeah, yeah. It's a mommy moment. <laughs> Come on, guys. Hey, thank you, Melinda, for the call. Uh, thank you. All right. Bye-bye. Well, we'll leave it at that. I mean, do you have to, if you're a state trooper pulling somebody over for that or like, do you immediately be like, maybe we should test the sobriety? <laughs> oh, for sure. You're you thinking. probably look at them. Yeah. I don't think you pull them out and do the nose test and then walk the line. Oh. But I think you probably observe. Do you have to ask the question, though, of like, did you know you had a hose stuck on the <laughs> <laughs> Well, no, she didn't, obviously. Maybe she did and she was too, yeah. well, she had to get somewhere. <laughs> she wanted to see what would happen. Bobby Bone Show. Bonehead. Story of the day. This story comes to us from Louisville, Kentucky. Two men were at a McDonald's. They get in a heated argument, start fighting. One guy pulls out a gun and pistol whips the other guy. Ooh. But as he hits him with the gun, he hits the trigger, shoots himself. Oh, no. no. Well. Oh. <laughs> wow. Wow. 
So where did he shoot himself? Uh, it was like in the leg or stomach area, and they say it's minor injuries, going to recover no problem, but he's facing criminal charges. You know how in Rocky, when they both punch each other at the same time? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And they both go down? Yeah. <laughs> it's like this. I feel like, yeah, he pistol whipped him, and the guy who got pistol whipped was like, why did he fall too? <laughs> Bones, that literally backfired on him. Yeah, like, I get, yeah. or... <laughs> He pistol whipped him With, and hit the button, hit the trigger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what and that's happened. what happened. And the bullet hit him because, huh? That's weird. But nobody died. No one died. Are they friends again? Uh, I didn't say they were friends <laughs> to begin with. It was a cutting line thing. I don't know. I'm Munchbox. That's your bonehead story of the day. Over on the phone is Jason in Massachusetts. Jason, what's up? Hey, how we doing? Doing pretty good, so man. I was. I'm listening. I listen to this show every morning, and, you know, Lunchbox, uh, you know, he's, he's is what he is. But he's going garage sailing, right? And supposedly he's one of the most recognizable people in the country music world. I was just wondering how many people recognized him at the garage sales without him introducing himself. Yeah, be honest. Uh, quite a few, and you got to understand, I'm wearing a mask too, and so I'm not really talking to anybody, and I'm avoiding as many people as possible. But yeah, I get recognized at the garage sale. That's what happens when you go out in public; you get recognized. But how many? I mean, ten. You, you get ten. recognized in a mask. Yeah. Wow. Ten. Like once I talk, it's like, oh, they know who it is. <laughs> you went to ten garage sales? Oh, no, easily. Oh, 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 I thought you just meant ten people. Okay. Do we believe this, Jason, or do we think he's just saying things? Oh. I think he's well. It's also a percentage thing, right? If he saw a thousand people and ten recognized them, that's not that's not a very great number. That's more than recognize you. Ooh. But he, Jason's oh, not him. claiming to be a top twenty-five <laughs> famous person in country music. I'm just saying. It's You're rough. saying what? That I am. Fa- I mean, people recognize me when I go to the garage sales. I don't know what you want me to tell you. You want me next time? You want me to get their name and you can have them call in or what? Yes. I mean, that'd be actually, cool. yeah, that'd be real cool. I would love for somebody to call in that's recognized lunch. Also, it's the mask thing. If I have a mask, even with my big glasses, nobody recognizes me. <laughs> I know it. Never. And so anyone with a mask, I would see Jason Aldean going to Target with a mask on, and nobody bothers them, but they. Recognizing you. Once I talk at the garage sale. Yeah. yeah. Through the mask and everything. Oh, absolutely. I have one of the most recognizable voices out there. <laughs> Do you say things oh. like bonehead of the day or no. he's doing bits? <laughs> Do you say I'm lunchbox? <laughs> no, I just say, oh, how much for this? And they're like, oh, my gosh. And they freak out. No, okay. they don't. Okay. I just don't believe it. Right. I mean, okay. If you went to 10 garage sales in town and there was lots of people there, maybe one of them might be listening right now. Maybe. Uh, Jason, <laughs> appreciate your call. Thanks. I, I Thanks. don't you believe him. Do you believe him? There you go. Uh, Amy, what's up today? I have uh, therapy, and then that's pretty much it. That's besides the usual. What about you? At 2.15 Central Time, I will be on the Paul Feinbaum show on SEC Network, TV, and radio. I heard of him. They needed an expert to come in. Uh, expert <laughs> on they, what? And they found you? And talk about, Sports? <laughs> and, or? Talk, and talk about the SEC this weekend. Oh, okay. Oh. Yeah, and, and I'm sure Arkansas. So I'm going to go do Feinbaum today at 2.15. That's cool. So if you're Does on, he hit you with, like, hard questions? Of course. Yeah? Sometimes. And how do you deal with that? Fine. Dude, I did a national sports show on Fox no, Sports I for years. I get it, but this dude's legit. Not any more than me. <laughs> You're crazy. Let's go, fine ball. <laughs> pound for pound. Come on. No, I love Paul. He's, he's awesome. Uh, that's it. Have a great day. We'll see you on Tuesday. Bye, everybody. Yeah. Bobby Bones. Show.